it on. Wisdom shared by the housewives and the occasional house husband of Scotland in the pages of the Sunday Post in the 1950s. Whatever will they make of it today? Hello and welcome to Pass It On Podcasts. Today, Steve, I think you are making us do some thinking on thoughts for the day. I am indeed, and I resent your tone of voice that makes <laughs> it sound like I don't know what I'm thinking about. The Pass It On column in the Sunday Post for years and years throughout the 50s would end with a thought for today. Now, some of these thoughts were, well, to be honest, perhaps not entirely original. They've been sort of recycled from the Bible or from Mark Twain. Um, There's maybe even a hint of uh, Oscar Wilde in some of them, actually. Um, But they're little pearls of wisdom. I've never seen another newspaper really do this to the same extent. Um, and the thoughts that I'll give you an example of a thought for today without even doing the sort of who wrote it in or on my famous and much beloved jingle we'll just pile into them right? this is the type of thing I'm talking about thought for today to get the honey we must risk the sting or thought for today a long face is like a biting wind people turn their backs on it oh, quite deep aren't they <laughs> they well are they deep yeah. Well, no, I yeah. think you're very going mind- far too far. Wait a very mindfulness. Almost. almost very mindfulness. Very, well, it definitely is. Very om. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you'd said that to a housewife in the 1950s, you'd have got a scalp lug. Uh-huh. Some of them are about um, very practical matters. For instance, pay as you go. If you can't pay, don't go. Oh, yeah. See, I'm not very good at that. <laughs> but, but that's... A, when, you don't have to have dates for these, do you? But it would have been in these the are 1950s, quite early 1950s. Did they have well. credit cards? <laughs> but, but what do they mean by pay as you go? Because today mean that exactly means you know. Not on I mean, tick. if you can't, well, no, also like I remember, I really, I don't, I don't such remember what it was, but I was like, right, I'll go and like do some housework for my granny or my mum or something, and I'll get my money up. Anyway, Whoa. what you only did it for money. Yeah, well, I know I did, I did, and do still would have done housework for my mum anyway. But this was like right. extra special housework, you I know, see. all the earning rather than just my own and things. <laughs> um, and my granny was like, "Why are you doing all this?" You know, blah, blah, blah. and I said, "Well, I really want to get or go. I can't remember, but I don't have enough money." And she said, "Well, if you don't have enough money, you shouldn't buy it, or you mm. shouldn't be going, or whatever it was. Like, if you can't afford it, you don't get it. That's it." Yeah. You know, and I, I, think, I think Steve has resonated. <laughs> I think his hand is on his heart, and he's thinking yeah. he's proudly about that as an attitude. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like that now. I'm kind of like huh, YOLO. Um, YOLO. Mm-hmm. You, you remember YOLO? We've, you remember we've, YOLO? We've we've YOLO. Oh, no, you're right. We have. Uh-huh. I dismissed it from my thought. It's not worthy of retaining. But my my actual point was was a genuine question. I, I don't understand what they meant by pay as you go in the original because today pay as you go means you know, top your, up your phone. Top up your phone. <laughs> Aye. What was the what was the pun they were making? I think it's uh, I think it's really just frankly just a little bit of a trite, slightly twee play on words. Pay as you go. If you don't, if you can't pay, pay don't go. Don't go. It's uh, I think I think that's almost purely an economic. Yeah. I don't think there's, she's actually reaching it's a financial for no, but it, it, meaning. It, it, no, there. but it makes me, it makes it sound like pay as you go is a phrase that was known at the at the time in order for it to be then 
sort of explained out in the, yeah. in the in the tip, but I I wouldn't have thought they had the phrase "pay as you go" in I the fifties. Get everything on finance. I'm, I'm wondering <laughs> what they might have done that would be "pay as you go." I don't know. Talking about finance, of course. Do you know Connie what um, the old Scots yeah, word for fine for tech. you know tech? Yeah, yeah. on the has, tech has yeah some sort of legal reasons in my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but, you're awesome, bad people, money, got it on tech. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but hire, oh. that, was, that was the thing for the 50s, wasn't it? Higher purchase came in. Higher purchase in, did become, I think it was more the 60s before, maybe not. But it was definitely a post-war thing. It was definitely a post-war as a, as a thing. As a way you, people oh, could you did not got, get their tellies. Or yeah, you really yeah. got, uh, you maybe get ticket. Uh, uh, actually, no, you didn't. You used to pawn stuff. Yeah. Um, um, certainly before the war. Bad thing to get into. Yeah, because you never ever make your money back. No. There's all these stories about uh, the, the man's Sunday suit only spent Sunday on his back and the rest of the time it was in the pawn shop. Yep. And they would, uh, it's a vicious circle to it get is, into action. It is. It's like one of those triangle fund or whatever they're called. Mm, terrible. Pyramid yeah. scheme, I think. Oh yeah, that's the one. Oh, I've got the shape right, <laughs> sort of. The 2D, 2D sense. Right. Sorry, I want to read you out more of these because I, I find some of these absolutely fascinating. The summit of our attainment today should be our starting point for tomorrow. See, Isn't it are, uplifting? That sounds like it? a school motto. It does, doesn't it? Like, study hard and then you'll be better tomorrow kind of thing. Uh-huh. But in Latin. Yeah, dulce et decorum est. <laughs> Good. No, not to do that. <laughs> my, my school motto uh, always amused me because it was aim high and hold the aim. But it never mentioned firing at any point. <laughs> it's just, just picture an archer standing still. there with the bow pulled back. <laughs> I don't remember what my school model was. Probably nothing in... Oh! 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 It must have remember. been someone about... It was something in Latin. you don't eat your Brady now, you'll eat it later. Steve, do you remember? Did you school have a motto? Yes, it was in Latin. was was very pretentious and it is so long ago... But I cannot remember. remember one single word of it. I'm sorry. Right. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll see if I can find it. Steve, give us another. All men are equal, but it's what they're equal to that counts. You know what? You know mm. These things are actually quite difficult to comment upon because they're, they're virtually empty. Yes, that one's quite hard to parse because there's not much yeah. actually yeah. in it, is there? Uh, tell you what, here's something interesting then. Dinner draw your dirk when I dunt all day. So oh, dirt like, like a sword, the little sword thing in your yeah. socks. Yeah. Uh-huh. A scheme day. Now, I do oh, like yeah. that. I, I like that. I, I mean, it has a, a duntle day. Yeah, it has a very sort of, <laughs> for today's knife culture, <laughs> don't draw your dirk. But I think <laughs> what is attempted to be saying here is um, don't go over the top. Don't, Could don't you translate, do too much. please, from the Scots? <laughs> don't draw your dagger when a bash will do. So it's still violent. Yeah, that's like <laughs> oh, it's still violent. Yeah, that's yeah. quite that's quite good though. It's like don't go over the top and sort of make a bigger fuss than needed. Mm-hmm. It's also, it's got it's got a pleasingly alliterative quality as well. Yes. It does. I mean it is yes. very clever. However, talking of violence, mm-hmm. when I was a a young, misbehaving young lad. A million years ago. Uh-huh. At least. My friend and mm-hmm. I uh, decided it would be a very funny idea if we both pretended to pull up a rope. One of us on either side of the street as a motorcyclist was coming along. <gasps> Dear. No, no, sorry. When I say pull up a rope, pretend oh. to pull up a rope. So we Can did you this. please demonstrate? Yes. Can or you Chris see? and I's point only. It's as if you're about 
the two of you are doing a tug of war, mm-hmm. and there's only two of you, and mm-hmm. the, ro- the rope is on the floor, but then you Except pretend to pull it up so that the motorcyclist will think, oh, they have pulled up a rope and I will crash. Now, the motorcyclist didn't appear to take any notice at all, <laughs> <laughs> but he then he went down 100 yards or so to, uh, there was another street branched off the, the, the high street where we were, and he saw a policeman and summoned him. And because we didn't think we'd done an awful lot wrong, when the policeman came up to us and asked what we did, and because we didn't actually have a rope, <laughs> we thought, yeah, we'll get away with that. And we actually told him what we did. And he said to us, the pair of you, you're a bunch of uh, bad word. Away you go and get home. And he turned us around and off we went. But as we went, he gave both of us a very, very hefty kick up the earth. Really? I did not go home, this is a, an old, old story, but I did not go home and tell my mother that because I knew I would have got into more trouble than that. But nowadays, mm-hmm. policemen kicking small, we were 10, 11 year olds at the time, yeah. but policemen kicking small boys would be headline news in the papers. And rightly so. The, and, well, no. Do you I, think so? No, I don't. I don't Do you not think that. it's bad that my generation especially has absolutely no respect for authorities? None. Not a smidgen. Ah. Well, not all of us, I, but I, the vast I, majority there is many. no. Because uh. you know, I know if I was to get in trouble on a Saturday night, right, and I'll probably end my high heels in a short skirt or whatever, and if that policeman happened to so graze my leg, I'd be like, well, well I'll get you done then. And that is basically what it comes I down to. I see the to. point you're making, but I would I would submit to the court, Malud, that um, <laughs> we, you can't, you can't make people respect the authority you have By if violence. you do it no. through violence. No. And I, you know, I have I have that same sort of quandary with with uh, with my daughter. Now I'm white. My daughter, my wife, and my daughter are white. We have a very different relationship to authority, and particularly to police, than somebody who's black or Muslim would. In in, in even in in the UK. Mm-hmm. So we have that same quandary about what what is it we tell our daughter about policemen. So we want to be able to say to her if she gets lost or she's um, yeah. worried. Yeah find an authority figure so so yeah. we're saying that you know we do say to ada go and find a go and find a policeman if something mm-hmm. goes wrong but you wouldn't do that if you were um in a from a community that was traditionally persecuted by the police and 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 that <laughs> casual violence <laughs> mm-hmm. i worry is is feeding into that narrative of the police just you know bludgeoning their authority into yeah. the populace rather than it, them being a there there are servants there are community guardians mm. but then there shouldn't be the disrespect of okay you can't tell me what to do who are you to tell me what to do basically which is what comes out of the generation of my age you know is, is like no, just no respect no necessarily they shouldn't be kicked up the arse mm-hmm. but there should be some sort of understanding and right he's t- the police have said not to do that so therefore i won't do that basically there should be the respect should flow both ways yes right. yeah I'm I'm sorry. I um, I hmm. do have a different take on this altogether, and but but I am not advocating violence in any way, shape, or form. And I am not speaking for anybody, but speaking for myself. And there have been several occasions in my life where I have remembered a rule. I have to say, uh, um, I will never ever not hold the door open for a woman coming after me, in fact, for anybody coming after me, because if I stop in a silent place and listen very carefully, I can still hear the ringing in my ears from when my grandmother whacked me around the lug for 
letting her door slam shut in a lady's face going into a shop. And that resonates and is so, so memorable for me that I will never not hold open a door. And nobody should do that. Nobody should hit a child. But all I can say is from my experience, I know to hold doors open for people and I make a point of doing it. And I still remember to this day the skite across the lug and the, the bright red ear I had. And i tell you what else. Um, I grew up at the school getting the belt. And uh, at one point in, in first year at um, high school, I got a lot of the belt, more than well over 100. We had a bit of a competition going amongst the boys in, a, in my registration class for who could get the most of the belt. Uh-huh. And um, I was once belted around 20 times, I think it was, inside about four or five minutes because I'd refused to hold another boy's hand at Scottish Country Dancing and I did not regard this as violence I actually regarded it a bit of a badge of honour it was funny we came out at playtime or interval we'd call it now and we had a bit of a laugh about it I'm suggesting that it wasn't perhaps as effective as it might have been and not on that occasion no to be honest he his heart wasn't in it either but he didn't have any other way to discipline me. That's the problem, isn't it? It's a cycle of violence. That's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, with PE, abuse and with violence. Indeed. The PE teacher, that, uh, because I'd been reasonably good at football, the PE teacher and I, I was, uh, I played for his school team and he and I were actually quite friends. And it was just, I took it in my head, I wasn't going to hold this other boy's hand. There wasn't enough girls there and I wouldn't do it. And he had no other place to go than to, to carry on belting me. And um, I think he was as happy as I was when the bell went or... It was time to go. Time to go. Let's just take a little short break and we'll be back with more thoughts. Remember, you can get 20% off both Pass It On books if you use the discount code VINEGAR at checkout at dcthompsonshop.co.uk. Check the episode notes for details and terms and here's your bonus ad break tip. Buy two pairs of identical shoes and wear one pair one day, the other pair the next day. You'll double the lifespan of both pairs. Welcome back and you find us talking more about uh, thought for today. I'm going to run through a few of these because they give a, I don't know, I think some of them deserve to be read out. I I don't know if we we want to comment on them all, but there is some clever stuff in here and it, it totally reflects the thoughts of the times. For instance, it's not the hours you put in, but what you put into the hours. Again, they're all of a all of a oneness. They all they all uh, they all say the same thing in different ways. For instance, the best way to kill time is to work it to death. And frankly, I'm sorry, I believe that. Or <laughs> here's a funny one: many a man's hits are due to his misses. I don't get that. M I S S U S his misses. Oh, hits misses. Yeah, M I S S E S M I S. See, right, okay. We'd invented puns and things in the nineteen fifties. But what, are we are we saying are we saying that the woman's hitting the man or the man's hitting the no, woman? No, we're saying that many a man's hits, the things he does well, are due to his. Oh, misses. Or thanks to his. Oh, oh I yeah, see. Yes. See, thanks to the woman behind well, him. I'm a, tell behind that. a great I'm man. Say yeah. that to yes, him, indeed. Yeah. Ah, perseverance is the bridge by which difficulty is overcome. Oh, I oh. quite like that. Oh, you like that? That's like a sort of, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just, I could see people getting that tattooed on their arm or something. <laughs> you know. A pound of pluck is worth a ton of luck. Oh, I don't know what you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Connie. <laughs> the pheasant, I said pluck's the a word you don't hear plucker. anymore. 
Stop it. Careful. I'm not going there. I'm really, really not going there. No, you don't hear pluck much as a word, do no, you? No, pluck has gone out of... Uh, it's a good word. It's yes. been plucked from thin air. Yeah. And they used to they used to say that uh, a good man was a brick. You don't hear that anymore. Yeah, either. absolutely. I associate it as being a very English word. Yes. Uh-huh. Brick. Very soft, you it's know, in building. Brick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very, it, very it meant that he was a solid, dependable, dependable chap. Yeah. It strikes me as a very Enid Blyton type of word. <gasps> it, Do you know what um, my the Jennings books? They were always full of young men who were bricks. Oh, my favourite sort of phrasey saying thing. My thought, my thought for today. Here we go. Is good. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, Where are we going with this? How many swear words does it have? No, 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 no. Is fail to prepare, prepare uh-huh. to fail. Yes. I, I actually, I mean, I'm not very good at preparing anything, and mm. but you know, like I, I like the idea. I don't do it, but I like the idea behind <laughs> it. I should have had that in my exam, like had that in my head when I was doing my exams. It's the same as these ones I'm reading now. It's absolutely yeah. true, but mm. because they've become a little bit used, a little bit hackneyed, mm. I think people stop listening, appreciating, and stop listening to the words and only sort of hear the. Oh, there's another. It's like there's another saying. Here's one of mine. <laughs> it's one I like. The perfect is the enemy of the good. Which is to say, yeah. so often we just we tr- we we try so hard to make something amazing, we just don't actually make the thing at all. Just do it. GFDI. Yes. GFDI, Steve. GFDI. JFK's book. I'm with you now. Well, what does it mean? Sorry. Just. Just flipping well, do it. Oh, right. Okay. Basically. Are you sure the F's for flipping? Yes, on Definitely, this Definitely, Steve. Right. Now. I'm not sponsored. I, by I, Mike. Feel, I feel that to a degree. This one suits us, right? You ready? Oh. We three. Life without friendship is like a sky without sun. God spew. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. So so many of these are just vapid. <laughs> they just are. That's a good one of for them. Any... Say it again. Life without friendship is like a sky without sun. Scotland. You've got to say it in that sort of. It does. And you can, sort of, you can yeah. absolutely. Are imagine- you sitting comfortably? And then I'll get that type of voice. You it's can imagine it as a as a meme, can't you? As just yeah. you know, this soft pastel coloured meadow with yeah. sort of purple flowing flowery lettering over the top of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be on Facebook. Yeah, and it's on Pinterest. It reminds me of um, radio ministers of the of the church who will yeah. always come on and say they'll contemplate something like. Uh, an empty plastic cup, and then they'll say, "Do you know? In a way, it's like the story of Jesus." Yes. Yeah. And you wonder where on earth you come with this. He was empty, and he was filled up, and did feed the people. Well, it's very much like that with the thought of the day on Radio Four, which is obviously the spiritual yeah. successor of um, indeed the Sunday Post. I wonder if they day. took the idea from the Sunday Post. Almost certainly, Steve. But but they're exactly the same. You have that same thing of somebody sort of plucking a news story from the plucking, ether yeah. and plucking, and mm-hmm. then sort of. Sunday Post cannot be wrong. We know this. Kindness is a language the deaf can hear and the dumb can understand. Mm, That's nice, isn't it? That doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. Why would the dumb not understand it? I think the the, the implication being that dumb people can't understand spoken Uh, language or uh, written language. But that's a a little um, of its time, perhaps. That's definitely. It's worth saying that. It's nice. It's nice if you were wording it with today's sort of more. PC terms, if yeah. you like, you know, I don't know. I, I like the I, the basics, bones of it, you know. I'm astonished we got to episode 13 and it's the first time we've used the phrase political correctness. Mm. I abbreviated it because I'm hip you, and trendy. You did. <laughs> Give me, if you will, indulge me in a three minute um, uh, digression on mm. PC. Mm-hmm. I 
saw somebody once who'd built a little extension for Chrome, the web browser, which replaced the words political correctness in newspaper headlines with the phrase treating people with respect. And it was brilliant because you got all these headlines about political correctness is ruining, Britain, br- yeah. ruining society today, political correctness is ge- uh, gr- creating a generation of monsters, and you replace it with treating people with respect is ruining society today. Because that's what political correctness is. It's about trying to think yourself and be more empathetic into the role of somebody who very often is in a, a, a minority or who has suffered particular challenges and thinking, how can I be more welcoming and inclusive to that person? And I'm 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 a hundred percent behind PC. I, I, I don't struggle, but I I'm not often the most politically connect person. Not in a not in a in sort of a racist or sexist way. I just sometimes don't know what's right and wrong. Yeah, like, that's, but that's what, okay because it goes from one thing saying okay you can't say that, but and then it's changed six months later. Yeah. So actually keeping up with the PC. It's, it's quite difficult. It is, but again, I come back to it, it's treating people with respect. Mm-hmm. All you have to do, especially, so obviously just now one of the, as we record this in 2019, one of the, 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 the big societal shifts is in um, gender non-binary, trans people, that sort of stuff. And there's a lot of stuff yeah. about pronouns in there. Mm-hmm. And it, you're right, it can be quite hard to keep yeah. up with that. But you just think, well, what do you want? Hey, you person, how would you like me to address you? How would you like to identify? How would you like? But would to... you would you actually say that? Yes, to no, I absolutely would. I've I am sheltered in a way that I have never come across. Well, I have, but not directly that I would say that that I would know to say that if that makes sense. And, and, and you can be uncomfortable as well as as, as a white aw- cisgendered awkward... heterosexual person. Yeah. It can be a difficult thing to, yeah, to have those conversations. Absolutely. There's a, there's a, 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 a you know the concept of white guilt about us being so aware of uh, the racial tensions that exist mm. that, 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 that white people get very um, concerned about it and tongue-tied. And you just don't know what to say or you do. Don't, or but you, you just, I would submit, you just ask. You, mm-hmm. you, you have those conversations. Right. Listening ask. to the two of you, oh, you're well. absolutely struggling with this. And you, what you're really talking about is differences in terminology. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a massively politically correct environment but we didn't call it that no what we called it was frankly just plainly being polite mm-hmm. well and that I was, goes back to what Chris was saying it does yeah. go up but we but you guys are attaching sort of I don't know a gigantic s- structure around this yeah. and almost uh, imagining uh, situations where you're you've got to be either wrong or right when mm-hmm. the old fashioned way of thinking about this is just being frankly and plainly Polite. Do not call somebody an offensive name. Do not call anybody yeah. anything that would upset them. I mean, do unto others as the you would do have too. done to you mm-hmm. is is such an old concept. I think it's in the Bible, perhaps. It's a nice thought. But it, it is, but but see again there. There's a there's a level of nuance to this. I get your point, Steve. Absolutely, and you're right. You're absolutely right. Please snip out that section of me saying you're absolutely right and use it for future episodes. Um, <laughs> I've written it down. But but there is a but. Um, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's not valid because the way that you would want to be treated is not the way that somebody else would want to be treated. So do unto others as they would be done unto. Is, but is you a, can only you can only do no. You can I'm only no, do that. You would have not. to. Learn. Well, maybe the, you wouldn't necessarily want them to address you in the same manner or whatever, but you would want them to treat you with respect or yes. politeness or as well as they could. You know, I, sometimes I feel political correctness. Can go too far. I, I understand why that's a, a, a concept we have. Yeah. But I disagree. I think 
all, I, I think it's exactly what Steve says. It is just about trying to be polite, but not polite in a way of of putting up fronts and carapaces and mm-hmm. facades and trying to you know be, be sort of brittle about politeness. And it's not about a codified s- series of rules. It's just about treating people with respect and 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 trying to have have an open dialogue about what that looks like for them. For them, personally. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But you guys bend over so far backwards to yes. try and please everybody and try and be so you've right on and mm-hmm. on trend about what people are saying. I think you you almost forget that what's really important, really, it's just been decent. Mm-hmm. Being, I, I, I think you risk the run the risk of addressing them in the wrong manner and causing upset or, and yeah, you know, no in some, yeah, in some cases, you know, you've heard of people that have been arrested and things for, you know, that t- sort of thing. And and that is very apparent in today's culture, I think. You know, that that is a big, not issue, but a big thing. You know, it's a, it has a big sort of, I don't know what the word is, but presence in today's mm. society, I think. Yeah, I think that, that, that we have to think as well here about the fact that um, it's very easy to be blind to your privilege and mm-hmm. so so you're saying you know, for example um connie dealing with uh with people from groups you may not have experienced personally yeah. before but that and so often some of the stuff that we codify i think comes from us thinking well this is just perfectly normal this is you know this but is just how things should be chris you're apologizing for what you are no, nobody's no, i don't no, think we expect not. you to be to be really really up on point with what uh, with how to uh, address certain sects of certain religions. But I would I would want to be I would want to be respectful and considerate. Mm-hmm. And in those areas where I don't I don't have language or I don't have because so often the language can inform <laughs> the thoughts as well. You know, mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a cyclical thing. And if you start to adopt some language, it can make you it can shift your thinking about yeah. uh, different people. And that's a very po- can be a very positive mm-hmm. thing. Mm. I think it's hard to have the vocabulary, the full vocabulary for it all as well. Like I know, I don't have the knowledge or whatever about certain aspects of life that I then think, oh God, you know, I really am sort of stuck here. But the fallback position for that is be polite to everybody. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, my mother and father certainly uh, weren't prejudiced at all in any way, and uh, would make sure I was polite to anybody from. I mean, just as a very very basic level. Whatever you do in your entire life, mm-hmm. be polite to the waitress. Yeah. And if you take it from there, you do that. You give them respect and you give them their place and you certainly don't mm-hmm. talk down to anybody. Yeah. And if you carry on that thought throughout your entire life, you can't go wrong. You can't be politically incorrect. Yeah. You just be... You can punch up, but don't punch down. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You be... Well, I wouldn't punch up either. But <laughs> you wouldn't reach. <laughs> Everything's punching up for you, Steve. <laughs> See, I'm trying to be Steve, intellectual here, and give you guys us, give us the last thought for the day, please. Right, okay. I'm going to get a, a nice one. one. No, no, a nice one. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Don't wait for your ship to come home. Row out and meet it. I said that it? is a nice thought for today. And on that note, I think we'll end of all of our thinking because my brain will hurt soon. Um, join Steve and Chris and me next episode for more genius or possibly madness from households in Scotland in the 1950s and for more nonsense from us here in Scotland today. See you then. If you know anyone who enjoy this podcast as much as you do, we'd love it if you'd pass it on. Let them know they can subscribe for free in iTunes, Spotify 
or wherever they get their podcasts, or you could leave us a wee review or rating on iTunes to help people discover Pass It On for themselves. And don't forget, as Steve said, as a listener to this podcast, you can get an exclusive 20% off the Pass It On books at dcthompsonshop.co.uk by using the discount code VINEGAR at checkout until 20th November 2019. Check the episode notes for details and terms.